0: The best thing about the Green Bay Packers offense last year was the running game. It is the most well-established thing about the offense this year. It may be the most well-established thing anywhere on this 2023 Green Bay Packers team. So what does it look like under Jordan Love? Where did things work last year? What can get fixed and work better this year? Dusty Evely from Packer Report joins me to talk about that and an absolutely whole lot more on a Summer Friday that starts right now.
1: Caught by Watson. You are locked on Packers. He's got great speed. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Christian Watson down the sideline. Locked on podcast network.
0: And he will score. Your team
1: every day.
0: You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for the leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. The why and the how going to be big on today's show with our pal Dusty Evely from Packer Report. My old colleague there, uh, today's episode, though, brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free Yeti style Tumblr with your order. They are full in my closet. I, I have bird dogs all over the place, um, and you should go check them out. So, we have this great conversation with Dusty coming up. Um, he wrote a really interesting piece for Packer Report about runs in the shotgun versus under center. It's just a jumping off point. Like I know that um sometimes these these interview series they can get really into the weeds on football concepts. We're we're gonna certainly do that. Um, but I want to take some broad um conversation turns as well. Um, talk about Jordan Love, talk a little bit about the defense, so the offense is sort of um Dusty's race on detra, if you will. So a lot of really good stuff i think upcoming with our pal dusty. Let's get into it. Joining me now, can't believe he's joining me now because i'm like the the least cool person he's talked to in the last week on a podcast. <laughs> dusty Evely Yo. from Packer Report, our old pal. Um Dusty, sorry i'm not mean to times. Okay. Let's let's just start there. Few are. Um uh, that's true. Very very few in fact. <laughs> um one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on is um you you always have these, these tweet threads that like hit, hit my brain, like lightning. And, and you wrote a piece the other day um, for Packer report about this idea of running more under center. And I want to sort of use that as a jumping off point to discuss this, this offense and what it's going to look like with Jordan love. Um, You went in with an expectation of finding something in the shotgun versus under center split. Mm -hmm. What did you go in expecting to find versus what did you actually find?
1: I mean, I kind of I've I'm a sheep, man. I, I thought I was gonna go in what the popular narrative is what the popular narrative is, it's it's old school pound the rock football stuff, right? It's you run the ball better if if your quarterback is aligned under center. And so I looked, and I mean that's been a narrative for a while. Um, and that's been a narrative certainly with, with AJ Dillon, was he's a big back. And I mean this, you know, I've been shouting about this back to like Eddie Lacy. Like, why would you line up Eddie Lacy in the backfield and shotgun? Because his first step is horizontal. You don't want his first step horizontal, you want his first step more so. Right. So I expected to go in and find, like, not wild splits, but I certainly expected to find that the ball that the Packers ran the ball better while they were lined up under center, and they did not. Like it was, I can't remember what the what the splits were exactly. Dylan's were close. I know it was four point four under shotgun and four point three under center, but still, like. Some people, you expect like a a one-yard disparity sometimes, and he was actually slightly better under shotgun. So that was that's what I what I thought I was going to find, not not hope to find, um, because I was just I was kind of curious, which is why I'm kind of running some of the stuff in the series. Uh, But yeah, I, I kind of expected the splits wouldn't be insane, but they would run better from under shotgun and and or run better from under center. And then I ran the numbers, and that's not actually true at all. So when when you think about like the why
0: of that um the the stat for the last few years in in the Aaron Rodgers Matt LaFleur offense has been well that's because Aaron Jones runs into some of the lightest boxes of any player in football in fact he faces the loaded boxes eight, eight players or more i think bottom 5 in the league over the last 3 years mm-hmm. the question i think that we have to answer now is how much of that changes with Jordan Love and how much of that is this pre-snap RPO? We we can't answer that until we see it, right? But how do you expect defenses to change the way that they – face these teams and and then what is the counterpunch for the packers
1: I mean, we've seen even this past year we saw the the rpo game uh and we've i think we've talked about this maybe the last time i was on we talked about the rpo yeah. game and kind of defenses kind of baiting the packers you get that that overhang defender kind of cheating into the box but knowing i'm sprinting out underneath that bubble as soon as the ball is snapped because you can you can kind of play that like i think we are probably going to see maybe that that guy who is you know typically i say overhang it's between tight end and the slot typically kind of a linebacker or hybrid safety or something, I think we're going to see them sneak into the box, especially early in the season as a kind of, listen, you probably want to run. You want to ease this guy in. We're not going to let you. So I would expect heavier boxes regardless of who they have. And and part of that I think is wide receiver group, right? I mean, Christian Watson could be a star, but right now we're – Right now, it's more dreams than reality. I mean, he showed what he can do, but we haven't seen him consistently. Dobbs, I was shocked. I looked at Dobbs's numbers, like uh, advanced numbers, uh, yesterday or something unrelated. His DYR and DVOA were like 80th in the league. For qualified yeah. receivers, like I, I was, like, oh, he's going to be like pretty good. He did not grade out particularly well, and so I think you don't have a proven group of those guys. And the tight end is even less proven. I think you say, okay, we're going to stop your running backs till you prove we don't have to. So you could, you could even go shotgun spread, and I still think they're going to try to. They'll, they'll just man up on the outside. I think maybe shade a safety over Watson to kind of keep track of that. But I, I don't think they're going to be scared coming into this year. So I, I think that's, I think that's going to change. I think we'll see more loaded boxes just to. We'll do this until you prove you can beat us in the air.
0: So I, I found that the numbers, the shotgun runs, they average almost five yards an attempt, 4.9 yards per attempt. That's sixth in the league. That's, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, under center it's four, which is still a fine number. That's 14th yeah. in the league, but we're talking about a full yard difference. That is, that is a pretty big difference. It's a difference between a really good running team and an okay running team. Mm-hmm. This this brings up, I think, a fascinating question. And George Kittle, I know you saw this because I saw you comment about it on Twitter. George Kittle on with our pal Kevin Clark was talking about how Kyle Shanahan will call plays just to burn them, just because he knows it's gonna mm-hmm. set up play action. It, it's not something you you went into in your article, but like I talked about this on my show. Do you think there's wisdom this year in the Packers saying, Look, we know under our under center run game is not as good as our shotgun game, but If it can get us to these other things, that's actually really beneficial in the aggregate for our offense.
1: Yeah, honestly, it set me spiraling that that article is a little <laughs> late coming out because I, was, I went down like this deep rabbit hole of like if this, then that and trying to find them like where, because the, the under center numbers for play action were way better than than shotgun. And it was, I went into like, I come from a finance background. I was like, well, where's the break-even analysis of play action? And, but then, but then you go into that and you're like, well, then if you do that, then you have to do this. And so, I mean, I do think, I mean, honestly, so Kittle talked about that. I think that's something a lot of teams do. Like there's things, or at least in this tree, Right, I'm really, I, I'm kind of pissed. We're not talking about this after you know July 10th. I know Jordan Rodriguez just talked about she's doing like that play caller mm-hmm. series, and they're going to get in depth in that. But I think that the thought process for a lot of those guys is roughly the same. Like it doesn't matter what this play does, we have to do this to do these other things. So I mean, Kittle mentioned that. And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I, th- I th- it wasn't. I think it was that was cool hearing that from him. To me, I don't think there was anything earth-shattering. I I think that's something the Packers have been doing. I think that's something a lot of teams in there have been doing. They they don't talk about it because you don't go into your press conferences and go, we knew those four plays were going to be terrible, but we had to do it to set up this other thing because sometimes that other thing doesn't work, quite honestly. You'll see them set up something and set up something, and then the receiver falls down on the big one, or it's covered up. And like, well, then you're not – you don't want to say – we burned five plays. We burned a certain percentage of our plays and we didn't make up for it. So they're not going to say that, but I I mean, that is something they do already. And I think certainly it's something they're going to do this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How many times did we hear at a Matt LaFleur press conference or an Aaron Rodgers press conference after a game go, yeah, we had a lot of stuff we just didn't get to. Mm -hmm. And and those are usually the things that they're talking about. You run the play enough times so that they bite on whatever the action is off of it. And then you get your big play. Well, if you're constantly in third and eight or you're constantly in second and 12 it becomes much more difficult Mm -hmm. to do that so i I find that part of it really interesting also thank you very much for the wonderful plug jordan Rodriguez is going to be on the lockdown packers podcast next week talking about her experience talking to all of these coaches everyone please keep on the lookout for that um that your check is in the mail dusty thank you so much appreciate it um so that I think raises questions about this offense because I I kind of think if you just look purely on balance, the Packers probably ran it and threw it about as much in the aggregate as I feel like they should have. Mm-hmm. If you look at like pass rate over expectation on early downs, they're slightly more run heavy than, um, than the expectation. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, that's perfect then for Jordan love, but it wasn't perfect last year for Aaron Rodgers, So then like, how do you find that balance?
1: That's a trick, right? And that's what I was trying to do again with some of the some of the break-even stuff is okay, if you're you're gaining a full more yard running out of shotgun than you are from under center. But I think the play action stats were it's a yard and a half more per under center drop back play action than it is from shotgun play action. And so and they didn't run them as much, but where is the break-even there? Like where where is because I mean it's it's not it's not a math formula. All this stuff has to play out and one thing informs the other. And so I I even mentioned the article, like if you push all the sliders are a certain direction where you would like increase this by 7% decrease this by 3%. You can find an ideal version. Like we know you can't necessarily do that, but there is, there is a balance there in terms of like, we, we can take a bath on the under center play, play stuff a little bit, knowing we're losing roughly a a yard per, but on the, on the entire year we're, 35 more yards to the air on play action. So we'll take, like, that's worth it. Like you're still coming out ahead. And I mean, if I knew where that line was, I'd probably be working for a team, you know, but I am, I am not. And so I don't know. I mean, that's something that, and a lot of that too, I mean, we talk about this in the larger sense in the macro sense, this is a lot of it is still game to game as well. It is, it is what works here. They work, you know, the uh, 49ers have given them fits in under center play action. Yeah. And so like, those look worse. And so you don't run that against them. Uh, so it just, it depends on game to game, but I do think there is a, you're looking ultimately for the entire offense. You can look at the individual numbers, but you're ultimately looking what's best for the offense. And if you take a hit a little bit on this one, it's okay. As long as you make gains at this other one.
0: All right. More with dusty in just a second, before we get there, today's episode brought to you by our friends at bird dogs, bird Dog stretch khakis. They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you That sculpted look. They make you look good. My wife compliments me every time I wear them. In fact, I wore my bird dog shorts to the dentist the other day. The dentist, not a place you're expecting me to compliment. Guess what? The, The assistant said, hey, I like your outfit today. I was wearing my bird dog shorts. They were a prominent feature of my outfit that day. They are incredibly good looking and well made, but they fit. That's the thing, the fit for me especially in the summer. So many shorts especially. They've got it's it's that that thick chino material, the khaki material. It's not comfortable, it doesn't move, it doesn't flex with your body, especially if you're trying to show a little thigh, like 5 inch inseam is the thing right now if you're doing that, you want to be comfortable. Well, that's where Bird Dogs can come in with light fabric, breathable fabric, movable fabric and fabric you can move in. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler, which I use on the regular. It is great with iced coffee right now. If you're a nice coffee person, if you're a hot coffee person, bang, it works for that too. You are not going to want to take off your bird dogs. We promise you. I've only amplified my collection as we get ready for summer and I'm frankly waiting for them to get some stock back in and a couple colors and, and styles that I'm looking for because they keep adding them and I keep going, I want those, I need those. So go check them out for yourself. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Every day or next week on the show, Jordan Rodriguez from The Athletic, who covers the LA Rams, is one of the best beat writers in sports, not just football, in sports, She's been working on this documentary series about the best young play callers in the game who are all from the Shanahan tree. That includes Matt LaFleur. That includes Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel and Sean McVay and all of the things that we've been talking about for the last few years. She's going to come on and talk about as much as she can with Matt LaFleur stuff and all of that. Um, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. We've got a rookie orientation series um, coming up next week, hopefully, um, on Carl Brooks which I'm really excited about all of that coming up next week. All right, back to Dusty. And and the counter to that, right, is if you do what some teams decide they're going to do against the 49ers or against the Dolphins or some of these um, teams that like to play under center with their play action game is, okay, then if you're going to go play action to death on us, we're going to stay in nickel. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now here's the power runs in your face. There's the counter to the counter. And that's what makes this whole cat and mouse game. So fascinating. Don't tell Joe Barry, you're allowed to do that. Um, but so that, that leads me to what I think is an important part of this. If you are good running from shotgun, run from shotgun. Like I, like, I think sometimes I get cast unfairly as like anti run guy. Cause I'm the sort of running backs don't matter kind of sure. you know guy and throw the ball and analytics. But Eric Eager did some really cool stuff about how a perfectly executed run play is actually the best play in football. If if you're good in shotgun play action, that says to me, let's run some pistol post snap RPOs and just see what happens. I, I'm like a broken record on this. I, you know that I, how I feel about it. I know how you yeah. feel about it. This is a little bit like you know, uh, a circle, you know what, because we're both in in that mold. But like, it just seems like this is screaming to do some of that stuff to confuse defenses because they know when the Packers are in shotgun, they can run the ball effectively.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think... (laughs) I kind of wonder how much more they would have leaned into it. So they had some issues defensive line or offensive line last year. Yeah. Some of the, some of the more power stuff, early were, in the year. Oh my gosh. And like, so they wanted to get to some more, the, the pin pole stuff I think was good all through the year, but they wanted to get some more targeted pulling stuff and it didn't work, but then they found kind of a nice little mix of kind of wide zone and then using tight ends to pull it to attack different areas later in the year. And I think if you can get back in there, which, Listen, I'm, I, am, I am team Josiah DeGuara here. Josiah DeGuara was a huge part of that. If they can get DeGuara's on the field a little bit more, which with, with rookie tight ends, I wouldn't be shocked if he is. You use some of that more. You see, you use some of that running game where you motion him, you attack different areas from shotgun or pistol. You can run the RPOs off of that. You get the shotgun runs. I know and part of that is I always say, well, the, Jordan Love was in a shotgun system in college. That was forever ago. Like he's he mm-hmm. is probably more under center than shotgun at this point, just based on what he's been in. But I would assume he's still fairly comfortable in shotgun. If they go a little more shotgun this year, go a little more run heavy, that's not the end of the world. And I think, like you said, the, that post snap RPO, which you and me have been banging the drum for for years now, and I think hopefully we'll see it this year. That works better out of there. So I, I think based on what they did later in the year with their running game and the way they attack that stuff, I think that's a route they could go, and I think it could be successful. I'm just I'm. I'm hoping, man, I'm, I'm hoping they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that it
0: opens up is Jordan love can run mm-hmm. and he's not Trey Lance. He's not Lamar Jackson, but I, I think especially in short yardage situations, like we've seen, I don't think he's much less of an, uh, an athlete than say Dak Prescott. No. Um, and, and you know probably, probably a little less than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is, 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 was a pretty good athlete in his prime, mm-hmm. but on third and three, you could run zone read and Jordan love could get you three yards. No problem. We've seen Mm -hmm. that. And I just wonder if that the shotgun part of this, if that allows them to run a little bit more zone read, because then that's the RPO game. Like have this offense look sure. Like the Shanahan stuff, Mm -hmm. but maybe a little bit like Jalen hurts a little bit like what we
1: saw with Marcus Mariota the first time around with Matt LaFleur in Tennessee. Yeah, I know. And the funny thing, I'm working on something now. I'm, I'm hoping it'll see the light of day in the next couple of weeks. You and me talked about Pony Package. Everyone was talking about Pony Package. Lost your Pony pack And then like within two weeks, they scrapped it because it was bad and they should feel bad that it was bad. So I was looking at like, <laughs> well, what they ran is- the same three plays out of it, which was really the problem. <laughs> well, so I, was, so, I mean, the, the problem is a lot of teams were doing the same stuff like. A lot of the, like you're looking at what the Packers are doing boring. Honestly, what the Packers did last year was slightly more interesting than what a lot of teams were doing on the whole. Like they they actually were doing stuff better. But the problem was when I look at what was successful, what was what didn't. I'm working on something. I'm going to build like a couple of packages of pony package plays out of different looks that you can run. So that, that hopefully the next couple of weeks. One of the big things is success with that. Because I mean, a lot of you're asking, some of that you're asking running back to do things he's not comfortable doing. AJ Dylan is a fullback, but they're having him like lead around the edge. Well, that's not what he's used to doing and he's not good at that and so it's not going to work having the threat he's built of a that running, way but it's not what he does right yeah like he's just he's running down the field oh i'm supposed to block that guy and the guy's past him but having either a running quarterback or the threat of a running quarterback the like the most successful iterations of that pony package offense has at least at least the offense or at least the quarterback faking something he's pitching he's faking to one side he's got the option to keep Maybe he doesn't have the option to keep, but he's at least an option on there. And so that's one of those things. If you if you bring back some of that, tweak that that pony package a little bit more, run that out of shotgun, and then you've got the threat of a running quarterback, that's on the table again as well. Now you've got uh, Jones and Dylan, which in this offense, like two of the guys you probably trust the most, now you've opened that back up again. So I think there's a lot of options on the table in terms of what his athleticism could give you this year. Last thing I want to ask you before I let you get out of here, is this going to be the most
0: different we've seen this offense like, I don't know, in 20 years.
1: i don't know i've been thinking quite a bit about that i i think it still looks roughly the same because the bones of it are still going to be the same i think uh, you know there's going to be changes because there has to be every year there's there's iterations you have to make even if rogers was there even if every piece was back there's changes because evolution has to happen the the way the league is catching up it's something that not not to help you out again here peter but something i really hope we kind of get from the rodery uh series is just this this kind of push pull this how does this evolution work and so i think that's that happens regardless i do think we're going to to see some concepts and some way they, the ways they run the offense that will be different. I've I've been saying I think the offense is still eighty percent the same. Um, you know, roughly speaking, eighty percent the same because I do right. think they're still going to do roughly the same stuff. It is, I mean, by that by that count, I guess, if twenty percent of it's different, that probably is the most different. I mean, aside from the McCarthy to Lafleur shift right. which were wildly different because one of them sequenced plays and the other ones just did the other didn't and so you, you know that little weird weird disconnect there mm, um that one <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's one of the reasons i started looking at passing offense i was like mccarthy's actually running a lot of the same stuff mcveigh's doing like the concepts are the same they're just he doesn't know what he's doing with them like that was the problem um but you know I, I think it will look different i think i think the bones of it more or less will look the same but i mean that was the other thing i did in that, that factor fiction stuff was like as far as Rogers attacking the middle of the field, that was when I went into, like, I know he attacks in the middle of the field, just not nearly on the rate the other guys do. So I think I think we'll see more stuff, drive concepts, stuff like that, like, like kind of old school West Coast stuff that other teams are still doing is effective. We'll see that as different, but you know, I, I think roughly the bones of it more or less are going to be the same, I think
0: all right we're going to finish up here with our pal dusty in just a second before we do thanks to everyone who makes locked on packers your first listen every day we hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you dayers. come check out what we're doing at the leap right now a lot of exciting stuff going on we've got a lot more fun stuff planned for the 2023 season which i believe will be our third season already as a newsletter, which is remarkable. It has grown faster than I ever thought it could. So thanks to everyone who is already signing up. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. And then check out Locked On Sports today. Um, we had the NBA draft last night. A ton of great stuff on the show today from our broad range of experts from around the NBA. We have the best network of local experts anywhere. So go get caught up on everything from around the sporting world, Locked On Sports today. All right, let's finish up. Yeah, no one no one thought that the Jordan Love in Kansas City game was that different from an Aaron Rodgers offense. The Jordan Love against Detroit was not that different and the Jordan Love against the Eagles, that was sp- they were an empty that whole that whole fourth quarter. Yep. That was all Aaron Rodgers stuff. So yep. part of that is by design, but they could have had him under center doing it cuz like they weren't going to come back and win that game. They could have just run the offense, mm-hmm. but they said no. We're going to go, we're going to go empty and let Jordan love cook. And by God, he cooked a little bit, right? He made a little something. Did? They didn't make a full meal, but they did. He made something, something tasty. So, well,
1: and I think people are going to be mad, but then you'll probably look at the numbers and go, there's no reason to be mad at this. This is their best option for them. I'd imagine. <laughs> I
0: imagine." I don't know why, they, if, if it works, I don't know why you would be mad, uh, but I'm, I'm really excited to see it. I, I, this is, this is, I, I think for, for people like us who like to nerd out over all of it, Um, and get into the weeds on it and have the numbers spinning in front of our eyes as we try and fall asleep at night. Um, This is going to be a really fun season. So, Dusty, I appreciate you having um, the time here to come on and and, uh,
1: elucidate some of this stuff. Uh, We'll talk soon. All right. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thanks to Dusty for joining the show. Awesome to talk to him. Uh, In addition to being a really smart football person, just like the best dude, he had an interview with Mina Kimes recently on his podcast, which... Uh, is is awesome for him uh, him him talking to another football person who knows their stuff is great fun for me to listen to and I just love talking to him so that's why he comes on I don't know a, a frequent amount he's been on this show as much as almost anybody maybe save Jason Hirshhorn. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that I, I certainly uh, had a fun time nerding out over this Packers offense all right back next week I mentioned Jordan Rodriguez from the Athletic who just does an incredible job covering the Rams and the whole league. I learned something every time I read her work. Um, the remarkable stuff. And hopefully we have that rookie orientation series on Carl Brooks, trying to get that stuff scheduled, trying to, trying to, this is the off season and it means vacation time for a lot of media people, which I totally get. <laughs> so scheduling can, can sometimes get a little tough, but we're doing our best. We're doing our best, and we still want people to get out and get on the golf course. So I hope you get a chance to do that. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, you can do that. We're going to go live after preseason games. We are. Who cares? We're going to do it. We're going to do it live after preseason games. Yeah, that's right. I said it. So you can stay locked on drivers.